Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Healthy and Wellish. My name is Amelia, and I'm talker of this podcast. If you haven't been here yet, welcome. It is great to have you, honestly. So sit down, grab a drink or a snack, and listen up. But it is Valentine's Day. This episode is on Tuesday. My episodes usually come out on Monday, so we're a little late this week, but it's just been extremely hectic and insane, and I've been trying to get some editing done and lots of things. So thank you so much for bearing with me here. But like I said, it's Valentine's Day, and I hope that every single one of you is having a great day. I don't really look at Valentine's Day as a holiday. It's just like another day for me. If you're in a relationship, it can kind of be special. I'm married, so yeah, it's a little bit special for me, but I don't even know how many Valentine's Days it's been. But I know that sometimes it's really hard for people that do look at Valentine's Day as a holiday and beat themselves up for it because some people aren't in relationships or have never been in them, and so it's a little bit harder on others. But if you are listening and you take one thing away from this episode, I hope it's this is that you don't really you don't need anybody to treat you or make you feel better or take you out to a nice dinner. You don't need anyone because at the end of the day, no matter what situation that we're in, whether it be we're dating, talking, married, engaged, single, we're all at the end of it by ourselves. Like it is us. It's not you and me, which it I mean you do have a team, but It's you in your head. You live your life. You don't live anybody else's life. So go treat yourself. Don't sit there and be sad about it. I mean, you can. I understand. But make yourself a drink. You know, make yourself a little coffee, a little matcha. Or go get your nails done. Or go shopping. Or go get your favorite meal. You know, don't make something so small affect you so greatly. And that's what I want to say because I know that sometimes it's hard. I've been there. I've done that. I know it. I've dealt with it and it's not fun. But I wish that there was people out there to tell me that it's going to be okay and it's not so awful at the end of it, you know? But with that being said, this episode is out on Tuesday. So that means you asking yourself, Amelia, what's going on? Why are we so late? Probably because I've had the biggest week of my entire life, right? Not actually, but it's been pretty big. I made a huge decision, a huge one. And I'll say it, I dyed my hair. Dun, dun, dun. I know, it's craziness. I am originally a brunette, okay? I'm originally a brunette, but in high school, I decided that I wanted to be blonde, right? Like every other person in the entire world. So I dyed my hair blonde. And I went lighter and lighter and lighter. And I literally kept it for years, right? And I looked at myself in the mirror, I would say a month ago. And I was like, girl, we cannot be doing this anymore. It is awful. Your hair is frying. And I literally felt guilty pulling out the curling iron or straightener. I was like, I can't do this. But like my hair looks awful because for anybody that's ever dyed their hair, they know that after you take a shower and you don't blow dry it and treat it, it's bad. It's bad. It's frizzy and it's just not good. So like I was in a lose-lose situation here. 
So I decided, I was like, Amelia, you're going back to your regular color. And it took me a really, really long time. Like I originally had an appointment a couple weeks ago and I was like, mm, I'm not doing it. We're going to have to postpone. And I like made up an excuse. So we had to move the appointment and then the appointment got moved. And I was like, told my stylist, I just want to let you know that if I look at you and I don't say I love it and jumping up and down, please don't get offended. Because at the end of the day, I really want my hair to be dark brown, but at the end of the day, I don't want it to be dark brown because it's literally so scary and I don't even recognize myself. But I'm going to say, I think I got it done on Wednesday. So it's been a couple days now and I'll say it. I like it. I'm looking at myself. I'm like, who's she? The girl next door. Literally so fire. So I'm pretty awesome right now. Pretty bold move, but it's, I feels like it's darker than my natural color because I think I've just haven't been used to it for so long. If that makes sense. Like I've always looked at blonde hair, but I mean the color matched my roots like perfectly. So it's kind of freaking me out how dark it is. So I'm like curious to see that if my hair grows out, like will it change, but you know, like it's supposed to match with my roots. So I never know, you know? So that's, that's that situation. I also hosted a Valentine's day party. That was so much fun. And like, we went all out. We decided that we're doing PJ themed. So all of us girls, we got pajamas. We got pink pajamas, got little house shoes and I hosted it at my house. So I went all out. I got like backdrops balloon arches like balloons everywhere we like made pizzas we had charcuterie boards we had cake candy like all of the all the fun things so like that was super fun we had a blast we played games you know did the whole girl thing and i had to kick out my husband logan i was like get out i'm so sorry but don't take this personal but I can't be doing this with you right now. Like, we cannot be doing this. We cannot have any masculine energy here. So, we had to kick him out and we had a blast. I think that it, I honestly am surprised it didn't turn into a sleepover because we had so much fun. Like, as soon as we walked in there, everyone was going crazy. We were taking pictures left and right. Like, it was just such a vibe. So, that was super fun. And I've, I don't think I've ever really hosted anything, but like, when I tell you I'm the type of person, that whenever I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it 110%. I'm not just going to do it a little bit and then give up with my party. Like I was, no, 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 no. Like we cannot have this happening. It has to be perfect. Like I wanted everyone to walk in and be like, wow. So I'm pretty excited about it. And I had to take a couple pictures for the pod so I could use some pictures for the feed. So if you don't follow me, go follow me on Healthy and Wellish and you'll see some cute backdrops. I'll tell you that. But yeah, we hosted a a Valentine's Day party and that was super fun. But I will tell you one thing that I have been obsessed with lately. Obsessed. I am obsessed with matcha. And I know you're like, oh my gosh, that's so trendy. It's not. Mm -mm. Let's take one thing out of that sentence. It's not trendy. It is, but I've been liking it before it was trendy. I've loved it, but I've never like curated that perfect recipe and it's never been perfect. And I was like, I love matcha, but it's not like hitting, you know what I mean? 
And I think it's because I was using almond milk or oat milk. Oat milk. Why did I say it like that? Oat milk. Okay. And don't get me wrong. I love both of those milks in my coffee. I think it hits every single time. It never fails. But the difference between matcha, if say I put some almond milk in there, right? It's, I don't know how to describe it besides bland. It's bland and chalky. And it makes me mad because I know that matcha isn't bland and chalky, you know? And a lot of people think that it is, which is wrong. They're just drinking it the incorrect way. But I've recently discovered, actually, no, I haven't. I have not recently discovered. I used to work at Starbucks. Let's be real. And I made all the drinks there. And I would, you know, customize my drinks to how I like and blah, 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 whatever. And I liked matcha there. That's where I found, like, my love of matcha. That's a lie, too. I don't know why I'm lying to y'all. I'm so sorry. I'm not a liar. I promise. I liked matcha before I worked at Starbucks. That was one of the sole purposes of why I wanted to go work at Starbucks so I could find all these cool recipes, right? Whatever. I found a recipe I really liked. And it was vanilla with matcha. Whatever, a matcha latte with coconut milk and vanilla. And if we're at if we're feeling a little crazy, we can add some cold foam on top. Whatever. I would drink that all the time. My fave drink because it has caffeine. It is sweet, but not overbearingly sweet. It has a nice coconut taste to it, but it's milky and there's some vanilla. And if you want to be low carb, low cal for all my healthy girlies out there, sugar-free vanilla. Um, coconut milk is low carb, low calorie, sugar-free vanilla. Nothing to worry about. You got nothing to worry about. So I used to drink that all the time, whatever. And I have matcha in my house, but nothing was hidden. Like I said, like I was using almond milk and I liked it, but I, I wanted to like it. You know what I mean? Like I wanted to like it so bad, but it just never hit every single time. So I remembered my recipe with the coconut milk and vanilla. And I went out there and I bought myself those ingredients. And then I wanted to make it a little bit extra spicy. So I got the cold foam. I got specifically Chubani cold foam. I don't know. I just grabbed something. And I have a milk frother at home. So easy. But here's a tip. If we're ever making matcha and you want a really good latte. Get a couple scoops of matcha. Put it in that cup. Put some water in it. Add that milk frother, or if you want to, with matcha whisk. Pour it in a cup. Put your milk in. Put your syrup. Put your ice. Then get that cold foam on top. Mm, It is so good. Like, when I tell you I have been craving it, I have been craving it. It's amazing. Hands down, one of the best drinks I've ever had. And today, I was like, "Mm, I'm going to switch it up. Like, I've been drinking matcha, like, for a while now. Like, I need to stop or I'm going to turn green, basically. That's how much I've been drinking it. And I was like, I'm going to make some coffee today. I love myself a brown sugar latte. Okay? Love it. Had it today. Awful compared to my matcha. Didn't want it. Took, like, three sips. I was so mad. I was like, ugh, this tastes awful. Bye. But I already went to work, so I had to drink it. And I was really upset about it. TBH. But, yeah. I'm obsessed with matcha. Always have been, but obsessed with a specific recipe. So if you try it, please let me know. Please let me know because it's the best thing I've ever had. 
Also, another obsession I've been having lately is the Gilmore Girls. You may be asking yourself, Amelia, why are you just now watching the Gilmore Girls? I don't know. I honestly don't know. I think that I'm just the type of person that I get obsessed with specific shows and I can only watch one. I cannot watch multiple TV shows. People that can do that are, there's something wrong with them, you know, like, I don't know, something about it just doesn't feel right. Like you're trying to tell me that you watched this show, this show, this show, and have you watched the latest Love Island episode? Like, no girl, I haven't. I've only watched one episode of my one TV show of the day, right? So my first ever obsession with TV shows was, oh, for sure, Gossip Girl. I think I've watched Gossip Girl probably six times. And I know that's crazy. And I know that sounds like I have nothing else to do, but it wasn't. I watched it normally, right? Normal amount of times. I watched it maybe twice. Okay. I know that's not normal, but whatever. That's normal for me, right? Normal for me. Then COVID hit. Oh, I watched it. And then I was like, oh, I miss it again. So I watched it again. Okay. Stop watching it after like Outer Banks came out. Then found my love for the housewives. I have seen all of the housewives. If you want to my favorite, if you're wondering, you know, if you're just wondering, I love me some real housewives of Beverly Hills. I love it. And when I tell you that I, whenever I found out that Lisa Rinna is gone this season, I'm going to freak. Actually, she was the best thing ever to happen on that show. Best thing ever. I don't care what anyone else says. Anybody else says. She's amazing. So, Housewives. I've watched Real Housewives, Beverly Hills, New Jersey. That's a great one. New York. That's pretty good too. Salt Lake City. Great. So on and so forth. I could go on forever. So, that took me a while, if you would like to ask. And it's not like I start from like season 13. Like I start at season one. I start at season one and I will continue. I will not cheat. And I can only watch like one. Like if I'm watching the New York, I cannot watch Beverly Hills. Like I have to watch season one through season whatever 13 of New York. And then I can move on to Beverly Hills. Like I, I can't. And then like, you know, if a new season of Beverly Hills comes out and I'm currently watching the Utah season one, I'll, uh, it's, it's just like a whole like situation ship. It's really weird that I have with TV shows, but anyways, I've heard about Gilmore girls for the longest time. Like everybody says they love it. And I think recently on TikTok, it would just like became like a trend I, a while ago during fall. It's, it's spring now, but whatever. Um, that's how long I've been watching it since the fall came out. And it was like, Gilmore Girls is such a fall vibe. Like, look how fun it is. And I was like, love that. Like, it's so fun. Like, I want me a chai tea latte and watching Gilmore Girls. So I started it. And I didn't, honestly, like, I didn't expect it to be what I thought it would. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, I thought that it was going to be maybe a little faster paced. It's, if you were, if you haven't watched it, and you're like me in the fall time last year, Gilmore Girls is a very comfort show. It's a comfort show. It's between a mother and daughter and their relationship and them just doing life. And we just get to watch their life fall apart. Not fall, whoa, not fall apart. 
fall in place. Don't get my words twisted. But it's really good. Like, I'll tell you, I am on the edge of my seat. Not because it's so fast-paced, like I said, but because I want things to happen. And I think I'm just at the point where things haven't happened yet. I'm at season four, okay? Haven't finished season four. Like midway through. And I know that things are going to happen later down the road. And I, because I've seen it on TikTok. That's how I know. TikTok spoils everything for me. But I've seen it and I want it to happen. But I don't know when it's going to happen. And I'm like, let's go. Like, I can't stop watching. And like, sometimes I get bored. I'm like, I don't really care about Rory's high school drama. Like, I don't care anymore. I just want to see what happens between Luke and Lorelai. Like, that's all I care about. Anyways, hopefully I don't spoil anything, but I don't. I definitely didn't because I literally don't even know if it's going to happen. But I think it's going to happen because I think I saw it on whatever. So I'm obsessed with Gilmore Girls. Anyways, those are my life updates right now. I hope I haven't bored everybody. I want everyone to feel like they know me before I just start randomly talking. But this week's episode, I'm, I'm really excited about it. And I didn't want to do, you know, like an everyday basic Valentine's Day podcast. I wanted to do something for everybody to have something to take with them. If that makes any sense, like I just said. But <clears throat> I want to talk about romanticizing your life. And romanticizing your life is, I think, something that took me a really, really, really long time to learn. And I'm not perfect with it still. Being able to create the energy that you want in your life is something that is so important with, I think, growing up with yourself. Because growing up is fast and scary. And sometimes you don't know yourself. I don't know. I I feel like ever since I left for college and then I got married and then I moved in, it's just all happened so fast. And let's be honest, I got married in eight months. So it did happen pretty fast and I'm only 21. So it is pretty fast. Let's be real. But I think being able to find myself through this experience has been super awesome because I feel like compared to a normal 21 year old in college, I've learned so many amazing things that can help me grow as a person. And I love that. I love that I'm able to know how to pay my bills. And I know that how to have a real job and how to work really hard. And I know that things don't just come easy for you in life. And that to be able to romanticize your life, it's something that you have to choose. It's not just because it's a TikTok trend or it's on your mood board and Pinterest. You know, like you have to go out there and if you want something, you have to achieve it. It's not going to be given to you because it's just really hard. So I think with romanticizing your life, I've created some steps that I think that have helped me and maybe will help some other people. But I think one of them is being extra and going above and beyond. And I know you're like, Amelia, what? Like, what are you talking about? I'm not going to be like that. I just want to be myself. And a thousand percent, you can be yourself. But for example, I had my Valentine's Day party and I could have just gotten like a little balloon that said Valentine's Day and thrown a tablecloth on and called it a day. But no, I don't want to do that. 
because I'm not, I feel like I'm not completing what I want to do. And that's just like an easy way out. And I'm not going to be satisfied with the party. I'm going to be like, I wish that I would have done this or this and that. And by doing that and going above and beyond, I'm feeling it makes me happy. But by doing that, it makes me really happy because I feel like I am satisfied and I'm going to have a great time and it's everything that I wanted. And I think with that mindset, doing everything that you've wanted and that you're satisfied and you're happy and that you have no worries to go onto your life like that is something that's extremely important, even with the little things. Like I'm talking... I'm at work and there is a drawer next to me that's unorganized and it's freaking me out. And I feel like I can achieve things better if my drawer is organized and having a fun time about it and be like, I'm so clean. Like, this is amazing. I just organized my drawer. This is awesome. Now I'm going to be easily be able to grab my sticky notes. Woohoo. Like going above and beyond like that. Like I'm not, you don't have to blow money and go crazy. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about creating the energy you want to be in and intentionally being around it. Okay. Another thing that also helped me with going, being extra and going above and beyond is creating vision boards for yourself. I love vision boards. I think that they're so important because it's something that you are able to visually see and place in your life. And every single month, I like to do one just because I want to achieve certain things. Whether it be, I want to learn how to bake this month. I have a recipe I saw. And with that recipe, I saw this really cute way to fold a blanket. And these colors are awesome. And it's the springtime, so I like pink right now. And just putting things in there that you really appreciate and that you want to achieve to keep yourself accountable for one, but also inspire you to create that energy. And I think that's really awesome, especially because it's, it's, you know, it's really hard sometimes to have things that you want and then you put it on the back burner, right? Another, I mean, you could create a mood board for the entire year, which is super awesome, creating the things that you want to achieve. And I think that this year was something that I've kind of started doing mood boards. So I didn't really touch base with it in my resolutions, which I wish I would have. But just having that recollection of visions so that you're able to go back and look on things. Like if you want to go on a vacation, right? And you want to go, let's just be crazy and say you want to go to Greece. Let's go, we're going to Greece. And we love the whites and the blues and the beach. And we want these outfits and we want to go to dinners like this. And we love the sun. And these are the pictures that we want to take and so on and so forth. Just imagining your vacation and doing a vision board for it. Um, I'm going on the beach with my friends next month. So I'm going to create a vision board on what I want to achieve there. It doesn't have to be anything major and you feel guilty for not achieving it. That's not what I want to happen. It's supposed to be something where your energy and your vibes and the things that you like, all you just put it and pour it into that board. So if you are on the beach and you 
are confused on what dinner you want to go to or the vibe that you want, you could be like, hey guys, look, I found this picture. Let's do something like that with your friends. So just having fun and going above and beyond. I also think that living the life that you want and not what other people want is so, so important. And what I'm talking about is if you want to be a 5 a.m. girly and go wake up, do not let them stop you. If you have to go to work at 8 a.m., who cares? Wake up at 5 a.m. Get up, enjoy yourself, do your skincare routine, put your little workout outfit on and go do Pilates. It will not kill you. Nothing that you want to achieve will kill you. It may be hard at first. I'm telling you it would be hard for me because I don't like to get up at 5 a.m. I mean, good for you if you're getting up at 5 a.m. and going to work out. I could never. I would rather stay up till 11 p.m. and go work out, honestly. So just pushing yourself because the things that you want to achieve and create are never easy. It's never, ever easy. And it's something that you have to work for. But yes, I think that making everything you want to do about you is also very important. And I know some people might think, wow, Amelia, that's kind of selfish that you just said that. I mean, you can't do everything about you. It's not all about you. I mean, there's other people in your life. Yes, I do understand that. But I think if you want to take a grasp of your life and romanticize your things and that you enjoy so that you can have the best possible outcome, it is about you. And if someone's going to get in your way for that, they're selfish. They, you should have people in your life that want to create the exact same energy that you want to create. And you should not let anyone hold you back ever, 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 ever. I think, like I said, surrounding yourself with people that make you genuinely happy and flourishing in those. I mean, it is really hard to have friendships. I will be the first one to tell you. It is not fun. It is not easy. It is something that is very difficult. I moved around a lot in my childhood. I moved all across the country. And as soon as I thought I had friends and that I thought that these people are going to be my friends forever and we're going to go to college and be college roommates and we're going to be best friends forever and have so many memories, I moved. Plain and simple. I moved. And it broke my little heart every time. I thought that I would have friends forever. I've... I always wanted a best friend. I always did. I, I, and I think it's because I moved around so much that it was like something that I wanted to grasp onto and just like have that person no matter where I go, no matter what I do, like I'll always have that one person. And it was really hard for me at first because I would move around quite often. And yeah, I mean, I found people that I enjoyed to hang out with, but they didn't like click, you know, like they didn't really hit the spot. And, you know, I moved one more time and I met my one friend that's always been my best friend for my entire life. And no matter where I move, like I know that I will always call her and we're as close as we were whenever I lived down the road from her. So I think, and the only reason why that happened is because I did not settle for people. I did not settle for people. I worked hard to create the relationships that I'm in and creating and finding the energy that I wanted in my life and not settling, like I said. You should not have a friend that tears you down, that makes 
your idea stupid, makes you feel small, does not enjoy the same. I mean, they can not enjoy the same things that you do. I mean, like, I don't like Logan. I don't like, I don't even know. He's just very analytical. He likes to read articles. Boring. I'm sorry. But we have the same vibe with each other. We enjoy each other. We enjoy the same things and we laugh about it. And we, at the end of the day, we have a great time. And it's hard sometimes to curate people around you because it's, it's not like you can just go to a store and pick them out. You have to search for them. It's difficult. And I understand that because I've been there and I've been lonely and I've had no friends before and I felt alone and I only had my family and that. I'm never going to have a friend because we moved a lot. Or I've also felt like, I mean, it's fun. I'll just make some more friends. We're moving again. And I mean, my whole life, it's been okay. I mean, I think I'm thankful for it though. I really am because it's created me to become very independent and very sure in myself and what I wanted and to let me know and it that's something that I I know that a lot of people search really hard for their independence and doing what they want and not having I don't like I really usually don't have FOMO I mean I get upset sometimes I'm like dang why would you not invite me but whatever I don't even care anymore if you're not gonna invite me then why would I want to be friends with you situations so I think surrounding yourself with people that make you happy and value the same things that you do is so important in romanticizing your life. And it's just, it's a, it's a must. I must say, it's a must. But I also think that if you don't click with your friends, don't force it. I don't think that it's worth forcing because it's almost like you're putting so much energy into forcing that friendship. And it's like, for example... If you have a friend and you're the one that is always asking to hang out, I hate that. I hate it. It makes me so mad. Like I should not be the one asking if you want to hang out, Bethany. I'm not name dropping. I'm just saying. So like ask me too if we want to hang out. Like I'm not going to force it. It's just exhausting, honestly. And it's so wasteful of my life. I shouldn't have to sit there and stress and see if so-and-so is going to text me back and ask if we want to go get lunch. If I'm surrounding myself with people that value the same things as me and want the same things and have the same energy, we're going to get each other. It doesn't matter if you have 10 of those people, 10 people that understand that, or if you have one. Surrounding yourself with people that are true, real relationships are so much more worth it. A thousand percent. I think also, like, this is so cheesy, but YOLO, you only live once. Literally. Like, you're not living twice, babes. Like, it's only once. So, I mean, go live your life like you're going to live it once. Don't let someone boss you around or make you feel small because you're not wearing the same color. I, You know what I mean? Like, it's just ridiculous. You should never have to settle for relationships, no matter if it's a friendship or a relationship. And I think this is a great message, especially for today, because it's Valentine's Day. If you're going on a date with someone tonight that you don't like and that you don't appreciate and you're just doing it because it's Valentine's Day, you need 
to think about it long and hard because I have 100% been there and it doesn't work out fairly pretty. So you only live once. I also think that you should value the lessons that you've learned in your life. And sometimes it's a little bit hard because for me specifically, I will learn lessons and I'll be like, that's a great lesson that I just learned. And I'll forget about it the next day. Literally, I don't know why I'm like that, but I will actually forget about it the next day. And it's so freaking annoying. And I'm like, ugh, I don't understand why. So I've written some down, okay? And I want to share them with you because I think that they might help. And if they don't, I'm sorry, but I'm just trying my best here to help some people out. And honestly, if you have some lessons that you've learned, please let me know because I don't want to just talk to myself about how I know, I don't think that I know everything. I literally don't. I'm just in the same position that every single one of you guys are in. I'm just sharing my thoughts on this podcast. So I think one of them that has really helped me is having fun with my life. No matter what it is. Waking up in the morning. Boom. Awesome. Gonna go do my 10 step skincare routine. Skin. I hope I'm not tearing my skin. Skincare routine. Absolutely awesome. I will put that hyaluronic acid on and be so happy. Right? Having fun with the little things. Making my matcha in the morning. I am thrilled to make my matcha. When I tell you, I'm gonna get my spill again. When I tell you, when I go to bed all I think about is how I can't wait to wake up to make my matcha. Like, do it like that. Have fun with the little things in your life and also have fun with the big things. But be like, yes, let's go. I get to get a cute outfit on to go to work. Let's go. I'm so excited. I think that if you do that, it's such an energy motivator. I think that you're not blocking out the bad energy in your life because it is a thousand percent true that if you're blocking out your energy you are not, you are killing your own vibe. There, it's a fact that if you are blocking the bad things in your, blocking the good things, the good energy and the good things that you want because you're having a bad day or something went wrong, you have the potential to make it better. It's your choice. It really is. Whether you're going to harness onto that bad energy and continue to wellish in it, that's so funny, healthy and wellish, but whatever, wellish in it. Or if you're going to throw it out the window and say, this is not going to ruin my day. I'm going to have a good day. And because I've had such a bad day, I'm going to go treat myself and I'm going to get to myself a nice Starbucks drink and I'm going to move on. So have fun with your life. Enjoy the little things is all I can say. Remember that benefiting yourself and having endless, endless amounts of happiness will help you enjoy everything. I think that benefiting, I don't like that one. Another one that I think that is so important that has really helped me value my life is not forcing myself to do anything that I don't want to. I think, like, if someone invites me to dinner, right, and I don't want to go with them because, one, I don't like them very much, or, two, like, they're not 
They're not a good friend to me. Don't go. I don't know why I have gone on so many friend dates with people or dates in general where I didn't want to go because I felt bad because people guilted me into it. Don't go. You're not going to have fun anyways. You're going to be fake and no one likes a fake person. I sure don't. I sh- and I hate when I'm fake. I hate it because I feel I feel icky and I feel like I'm letting myself down and that I'm not even I don't even know why I'm here and that it's awkward and it literally might not even be awkward but I feel awkward and I feel disgusting and then I go home and I sit there and I've had a bad day. And same thing like if you get invited to a party and you don't want to go, you wanted to sit down and watch TV, don't go. It's plain and simple. And like I said, I think it's a mindset that we put ourselves in. We're like, ugh, I mean, I got invited. Like, what if they don't invite me again? Or if they don't invite you again because you didn't want to go because you didn't fill up to it, they're fake. Bye. Like, it's plain and simple. Bye-bye. And it took me forever to figure that out. If I don't want to do it, then I'm not going to do it. Plain and simple. It's just, I think that with today's society, FOMO is such a big thing. Which, if you don't know what FOMO is, it's failure of missing out. I don't want to miss out and say so-and-so did something so awesome and they're going to talk about it all day forever now. And I wasn't there because I didn't want to. So what? So what if I'm not there? I didn't want to. I wanted to read my book instead. I just, I it's just blows my mind away that people stress themselves out to a point where they are just... I think by slowing down, thinking about your options, will it make me happy? Will I have fun? Am I going to regret it later down the road? Am I going to come home and wish that I didn't just waste two hours of my life? Do I have better things to do? And weighing out your options before you shove yourself in a corner, in a situation, and you don't like it. But those are some things that are just off the top of my head about romanticizing your life. And I think that this time of year, it's really important to do that because we're coming out of our winter era. You know, we're so excited about spring. The weather is starting to change. It's nicer. The sun doesn't set so late. And it's like we have so many things to look forward to and so many people want to do things. But it's such a beautiful time to just do what you want to do and don't let anyone harness your energy. Because your energy at the end of the day is yours and you are in control of it. No one else is. They can try to affect it. They can try to push it around and make it small or big or block it, but you're in control of it. And that's something that I need to work on, especially with enjoying the little things and having those values in my life and reminding myself of them is super important. 
But I hope that y'all enjoyed today's episode because it was something that I thought was totally perfect for this time, especially since it's Valentine's Day. And some people are not having good days and some people are having amazing days. It's a really on and off time of the year. And I think that everyone can learn a little bit of something from this. And I know for sure I did. So I hope that all of you have an amazing week. And I can't wait to talk to you again. And I love every single one of you. And I'm so thankful for all the wonderful people here. So have a good day. Bye.